0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Hey guys, welcome on to another episode of Double Tap. It is Tuesday, it's the 14th of March, 2023. And today I feel I really should remind everyone, it's a tech show, honest.
0: You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now here's your hosts Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey Sean Priest, how are you today? Gorgeous, thank you, Stephen. How are you?
2: Am what right. are you hiding in no, there? Yeah. Are you under a duvet? A dovet? <laughs> I'm scared. I'm so scared. No, no. <laughs> Talking of this being a tech show, I just because um, my little wireless charger here, my MagSafe charger, isn't charging my phone, so I unplugged the USB cable and just put it in my mouth to see if there was any power. Oh, well done. And I just thought to myself, actually, was that a wise thing to do? No. Uh, let, me, let me just say for legal reasons, no, never do that. Well, for life reasons, if anything uh, yeah. else. Well, I'm assuming it's not putting a lot of power into this MagSafe, but I, I honestly don't know. So, uh, by the way, there was no tingle. So there is. I think it's not plugged in properly. Okay, so
1: what we don't want to find out is what would happen if
2: you did that and it was And working. it was plugged. Yeah, okay. I'll do that you for next you probably week. find you'd be blown across the room. No, no, no. It's like when you put your tongue on a nine volt battery, isn't it? It's it's fine. Is yes, it stop fine? doing that. Stop doing that. You keep licking Sorry. things. This <laughs> is where's
1: this thing? You, you know, you're not alone in this. I see people tweeting this all the time, <laughs> saying, oh, oh, oh you know, licking this and licking that. And you think, right, stop doing that, blind people. That is not good. And
2: it will end it badly is. for someone. It's very I heard recently of someone who could read using their tongue. Oh, come on. I'm sorry, but it's true. I, I And I used to get my credit card number using my tongue. Oh, you couldn't do it. Come on, come on. You can. On. It depends how pointed your tongue is, I guess.
1: And also, well, it's a bit harder now with the flat surface on the cards. Yeah, that's
2: true. I, I can't do it anymore. It did have to be embossed, I no, will say it, that. If you can do
1: it with the way the cards are now, then I'm impressed. You should be yes. on uh, Canada's Got Talent. Is that a thing?
2: <laughs> I'm sure it
1: is. It is. Let's just imagine it is. Um, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Leave it. (laughs) What a show we have today. So the title of the show was a kind of play on the the big Oscar winner movie, which everyone seems to be excited about. I'm really pleased to say in the UK, it's available on Amazon Prime with audio description. I was amazed.
2: With AD? Yes. I I opened it up this morning and it was just there. and, And, you know, free to Prime subscribers. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Well, everyone is shouting Everything all at once in this show, uh, not on that film. I don't think I've never seen this movie. I don't even know what it's about. I, I know I've, no. it's been explained to me, and I still don't understand. It. Even Chat GPT <gasps> couldn't explain this movie to me in words I understood. But it knows everything. That's well, it impossible. it knows everything, yes. But it, it just didn't, it didn't make sense to me what on earth anyone was talking about. But anyway, I will watch it because, you know, it's one of those things. I, I have this tendency in life to, whenever someone says, oh, you should watch this movie. It's the greatest movie ever. Breaking Bad was the classic, actually, the TV show. Oh, and, you yes. know, everyone was like, oh, you got to watch it. you got to watch it. It's the best thing ever, best thing ever. Of course, it took 10 years to get audio description.
2: But let's just yes. park that. Um, Walking Dead, by the way, still doesn't have... Uh, audio description on on so many streaming services well sort of it seems to on some of the later ones but i wanted to watch it all from the beginning again first episode no ad anywhere that i could find
1: do you know the thing about the walking dead for me was the noises it was just that was enough (laughs) i just could i I couldn't really deal with after after a while there's only so
2: much squashing you can put up with Uh, squashing (laughs) So much squashing. <laughs> what were you watching? I don't think that was the walk. Okay, fair enough. No, no, it was. Oh, it,
1: was. it was. just a kind of squashing sound every so often, you know. Oh, it's so it's gross. I, I
2: actually had to leave. It got to a point where I couldn't, oh, I couldn't bear it anymore. Weren't you, weren't you in your house? No, 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 no. Sorry. I meant I left the, the season. I couldn't watch Walking oh, Dead anymore. That's uh, Every-
1: I'm going out and that's when he I, broke d- his leg. It was that. <laughs> it was The Walking Dead that did it to you. You just couldn't handle it. You walked out, you slipped on the ice and this is where we are today. Absolutely
2: right. It was just story too about. gross to watch anymore. Fans will know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. It was the Negan episode when he was first introduced. Oof. That was it for me. I... I- I was like, "What season was that?" Because I, I, I think I only got to about season two or three, and then I oh, just I, gave I, up. I don't even know. But it, I mean, it just goes on and on, doesn't it? It does. It well, just... that's the
1: thing? I was I, I was amazed when I saw it was like season eight or something, and I thought,
2: "Is that still going?" I know, but it's all the spinoffs all dead? as well. Well, apparently not. <laughs> well, I don't well, know. if you watched it, yeah. but there's spinoffs, isn't there? The, the Walking Dead, you know, another world or something, and a uh, uh, Fear the Walking, the walking dead. dead. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, there's so many of them. Fear uh, the Walking Dead. I love zombie <laughs> films, so They are my thing. It's just at
1: some point, it's just going to be a series of just zombies walking around doing really nothing. Yeah. It's going to be like, you know, they've eaten all the humans. They've, they've had all the brains, and there's nothing left. It's just a bunch of zombies just wandering about the streets. Do you know, there was a movie, a British movie years ago, which came out, which I loved at the time, called 28 Days Later. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And then it was followed up with 28 Weeks Later.
2: Yes. And that was um, it. Where was the right. months? Where was the years? Yes, 28 months later. Yeah, 28 very months good. later, was it? Yeah, right, okay. And then there was another one, was which it? is coming weeks? out. No, it's coming out. Remember. 28 years later. <gasps> oh, is it? Oh, right. I heard rumours. Mm. Oh, very good. No, it was weeks. You're right. 28 days, 28 weeks, and 28 yeah, years.
1: Yeah, it was 28 years. So there's going to be a new one coming out, which uh, I must admit, I, I, that was a franchise I actually thought they could have done a lot more with. Because, but the problem is, I guess they're all doing it now, aren't they? They're all doing these zombie things. So, yeah, what else is to be done? I'm just realizing we've just walked into a big
2: trap. Oh. Well, Double Tap is considered an action on a zombie, isn't it? It is, yes. Zombie Land. So, people could
1: be listening to this right now, getting the wrong idea about this show. (laughs) wouldn't be the first time. Uh,
2: But, you know, (laughs) get the wrong idea about this show and thinking it's about zombies. No, no, it's a tech show, honestly. It is. I think we should park zombie talk there. Let's. um... park tech as well. So here's the thing. Um,
1: (laughs) We get lots of emails. We get lots of feedback from all of you. And honestly, I love all of it. I do. Even the stuff where, you know. Even today's. Even even today's where, you know, most of it's against me. That's fine. That's okay. I'm okay with that. I love discussion. I love debate, uh, which is good news because uh, we've plenty of it today. Uh, We're going to start with Greg. Because Greg in Pennsylvania has been in touch. He's been, of course, he's had lots to say on my decision to stay on Twitter. And following on my recent comments on the last week, which I'm not going to go back over again. You all know what I'm talking about. Uh, But just to follow up on that, Greg has uh, responded. Uh, His email, of course, as always, read by Laura.
3: Hello, Stephen. You say that people leaving Twitter has no effect Twitter being boycotted by human rights groups and disability activists and their sympathisers has caused Twitter to lose hundreds of their biggest advertisers and dramatically reduce their ad revenues. Other companies who might have been tempted to cut costs and cut their accessibility departments as a cost-cutting measure see this. Boycotts, strikes and other forms of protest have a long history and a well-established record of initiating positive social change. Without such protests in the past, we would have no disability rights legislation anywhere in the world – You can say leaving has no effect, but you are clearly factually wrong to say so. The Twitter boycott is clearly affecting Musk. Whether or not it changes his behaviour is not the main outcome expected. The hoped-for result is that companies see what is publicly acceptable. Staying on Twitter is in effect signalling that you are willing to accept the behaviour of Musk in exchange for the benefit you get from Twitter. It's the equivalent of a scab crossing a union picket line. We all have our own moral compasses and it's very interesting to see you rationalise yours. Clearly, I don't have the temperament for social media as a little radio show put out by two people I admire, enjoy and respect so often gets me so outraged. I imagine if I were on that platform, I would have died in apoplectic agony a long time ago. <laughs> Regards, Greg in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, you're wow. not wrong. You're not wrong with that one, Greg. I think I think you're, you're doing the right thing to stay away from it. I think that's true. I think you should definitely stay away from it. In fact, if I hadn't been on there by now, I would probably never have gone on it that's the, the truth of it but i'm yeah, kind of That's interesting
2: i in. yeah. tell you what else i find interesting uh, hello greg by the way great email yeah i'm i'm quite interested in i think my stance when we talked about this was a lot worse than yours no my stance was worse than yours no i think you'll find no Mr. i think my stance mine was, was worse than yours mine was no you know mine was no, i <laughs> just don't care was my stance i i don't care i'm staying yeah. on because i'm not i don't care either way i'm just not that i'm apathetic to it i believe the word is So, um, arguably, that's a far worse stance than, no, here's the reasons why I'm staying and here's, you know, otherwise, here's the reasons why I'm going. I'm basically saying, you know what, I'm just not interested. And really, I should be getting most of that um, ire, I think. ire. God, I'm using words today and everything. What's happened? Did you swallow a dictionary at
1: the weekend?
3: I did. Sorry, carry
1: on. Um, I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I... I get where Greg's coming from in this. I do. I I totally understand where you're coming from. It's a valid th-
2: point. No, it is.
1: It is. I I just I don't look at it that way. I think that's the point because I feel with and this is the point I was trying to make last week. I feel the problem is that we can all take principle principle stands on whatever, and and to me, if you're not doing it across the board, if you if you're taking a stance over here on one thing, and then you know you're going to a different company that does. Human rights abuses, or you know, has been known to do something nefarious in the past, and you're you're happy to just use their services and theirs and not speak out about that, then it's just picking and choosing. I think they call it virtue signaling, right? And that's all that is to me. We're not using that term. Well, no, but that I looked term. this up, right? I looked this up because I know people keep going on about this, and actually, people were getting all annoyed at me using this this term. Oh, well um, Yes, okay. they were. Well, well done, people. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this is. I looked this up, right? Let me just get this in front of me here. So uh, virtue signaling, the public expression of opinions or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character or social conscience or the moral correctedness of one's position on a particular issue.
2: That's virtue signaling. That's what that is. No, no, I'm not arguing that. I just think it's a term that's just been thrown around so much. I'm not no, arguing but, but it's the right definition right term. is wrong. It's not about being thrown around. It's the oh, right no, term. No, no, all right. Okay. Fair enough. Because but- you're,
1: you're saying it about one company. So it's like, I'd like to know where people shop. And are they okay with buying from those stores? And if you really dug into the, and you don't need to dig too far with some companies, to find that you know every company to some degree, especially huge companies, yeah. have got you know a fairly checkered past. Yeah, they talk a lot about car companies. I'm not going to name names, but you know, there's lots of car companies out there with particularly checkered pasts, and no one's not buying their cars. So I just think it gets a little bit, you know. I, I look if you want to take a stand, and this is my thing on this, right? And then we'll get to more emails on this because there's plenty more to more yes. fire to come on this. <laughs> but I, you know, I will say that I think if you want to take the stand and and you want to say, Do you know, I'm out, that's fine, and you leave, fine, okay. But what irritates me? If people who are moving on to other platforms, fine, whatever. But it's just do it quietly. You just just go. You're not, make, well, they're it's they're not they're making it's not making any they're difference. You standing up and saying I'm leaving and I will because what ah, you're doing but no, is because, it? no because no because here's why here's why here's why because okay. if you do that if you put a message up on Twitter saying I'm leaving I've had enough this place is a joke whatever you write. Fine, you write that, but you're not there to answer any of the critics. You're not there to respond because you've disappeared. You've left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've just left this mess, oh. and it doesn't achieve anything.
2: That's yep. my point. Okay, well, that's your argument that we had last time. So, yeah, well, exactly. We'll well, I'm not, I've okay, not changed my view fine. on it. No, no. I would just argue that everyone has their own specific passions. I don't think it's necessarily hypocritical if you're passionate and demonstrate against one thing but not another thing, which other people see as equally bad. I eat meat. Lots of people would see that, you know, vegans would see that as a terrible, disgusting thing. I can't justify it. I, you know, I hate the thought of any cruelty to animals, but I eat meat which because is, I which like Which is absolutely fine. But if you then
1: start attacking me as a result of it, that's virtue signaling. Because what you're oh, saying uh, is what you're saying is right, and you're yes. the one that's right. If you said to me, I'm a vegan, Stephen, and we're going out for dinner to later on, to, you know, yes. next week or whatever, I'm going out for dinner, I'm actually a vegan, uh, so I don't eat meat. My response to that is... Fine. We'll find a vegan restaurant. I'm sure it won't be hard. They seem, to, they seem to be everywhere. So, you know, we'll find a restaurant. We'll find something on the vegan menu that suits you, something that suits me. End of story. I did once go with a vegan to KFC. I, I must admit that was a shameful day. I was just, I really wanted a KFC that day. And, you know, I felt bad for the guy, but, you know, at the same time, I did want a KFC. Well, hang on. They didn't have, didn't complain. have they complain. They do uh, fries. That's, that's, exactly, that's is that that right? okay? I think, I, think I, I don't know, to be honest. He had something. Okay. Drink. So
2: many of these places are doing uh, plant based uh, stuff. The, anyway, the point no, is, but the point is whatever.
1: Bent. Yeah, exactly. But the point is whatever you are, whatever you do, that's fine. But if someone said to me, Do you realize by eating that hamburger that you're causing the death? I'd be like, Do you know what? Get out of my face. Just stop that. Stop right. that nonsense.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: If you want Please. to convince me of something, oh, let's true. debate it. Let's discuss it. But don't attack me on it. Okay. Don't attack my principles or my moral compass. You know, it's just ridiculous. That's just nonsense. Anyway, let's carry on. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate your email. And that's the first email, people. That's just Stay the first tuned. One. Oh, oh, Trust me, this is an interesting one today. This show, if I if I believed in such a thing as a trigger warning, I'd put one on this show. Oh, why not? Trigger warnings are a waste Does phrase of time. to throw out oh trigger so, warning. Do you know what is it with this one war- people put this on everything now trigger warning this trigger warning. do you know what actually they've done studies on this and they say that the trigger warning creates more anxiety than whatever the trigger is or the warning is trying to tell you
2: really it makes me more interested it's like oh something's gonna happen here i'm <laughs> gonna listen it, you want to know what it is that's like um, this movie contains whatever it's like oh uh, now i'm interested it in front of everything now
1: Every okay. show's getting it now. It's like, oh, trigger warning, you know, a little in case you've got, a, you know, a little sensitive... Or steady oh, now. here we go, you know, can't be it. bothered. Next email. Gordon's been in touch regarding my comments on Mastodon.
3: Hi, guys. <laughs> you've certainly covered a lot of topics recently, but I thought I'd put in my tuppence worth on the social media chat. First of all, I can see where Stephen is coming from in his arguments for staying on Twitter, although I do agree with Pennsylvania Greg that it is not cool to mock people who take a stance on principle. I do understand you can draw parallels with just about any other activity, but if we stopped doing everything on some principle or other, we'd stop buying things like clothing and food or using public transport. Some people draw a line when a particular organisation demonstrates behaviour they fundamentally disagree with, and that should be up to them. As for the comment that Twitter has far more organisations, particularly news media, than Mastodon, that is correct. But there are a couple of points on this. First, Mastodon has an increasing number of media outlets and journalists, including the BBC and CNN, to name just a couple. Also, many users post links to articles from other news sources. So, if hearing breaking news is your thing, then Mastodon is getting better. Secondly, if you rely on Twitter for your news, I'd recommend trying other sources as well. A decent RSS feed will complement Twitter's or Mastodon's immediacy. I'd also like to take issue with Stephen's continuing dismissal of Mastodon. Just because you don't understand how it works doesn't mean it is not a valid social media platform. In many ways, it is better than Twitter, although you must keep in mind that it is not a completely like-for-like comparison. Mastodon is different. However, there is already a substantial disabled community there, including many screen reader users. For this reason, Mastodon has far more image descriptions attached to photos than Twitter. Sadly, a lot of new arrivals from Twitter have brought their bad habits with them and some continue to refuse to be inclusive. However, many Mastodon users will refuse to boost, retweet a post which has an undescribed image, and there are constant reminders put out to encourage people to be inclusive. I'd also say that if you are not getting the content you want in your Mastodon timeline, you haven't yet figured out how to get the best from it. No matter which server you are on, you can follow hashtags. So if you search for and follow the hashtag hashtag A11Y or hashtag accessibility, then any post which includes those hashtags will appear on your timeline. Hashtags are used a lot on Mastodon, and a way to help your own tools reach a wider audience is to liberally use hashtags when you write a post. As for being in a silo, I don't think that is a fair comment on Mastodon. Some people do prefer to engage in friendly conversation with others, disagreeing on occasion but never becoming hostile – If you prefer an environment where your every comment is answered by insults and threats, then Twitter is the place for you. (laughs) But that sort of thing rarely happens on Mastodon, and when it does, action is quickly taken to ban the offensive party. It's also worth keeping in mind that Mastodon Mm. allows up to 500 characters in a post, so it is possible to enter into more nuanced debates than on Twitter. Don't get me wrong, I still have a Twitter account and I completely agree that there is a much larger community there for all sorts of things, but that should not invalidate Mastodon which provides a different sort of social media where you control what you see. If you want to stick to only a few topics of interest you can do that, but if you want to hear different points of view on a wide range of subjects, that is perfectly possible. The difference from Twitter being that you need to take some time to build up the number of people you follow, as there are no algorithms filling your timeline. My first couple of weeks on Mastodon were quite dull as my timeline was very empty, but I've gradually built up the list of people and hashtags I follow, and I interact with other people a lot more than I've ever done on Twitter. Part of the reason for this is that Mastodon did not allow quote tweets, so if you disagreed with someone, you had to reply directly to them instead of quote tweeting and making a sarcastic comment. Some of the newer third-party apps are bringing in an ability to quote toot, but I don't really like that idea as I fear it may alter the friendly atmosphere on Mastodon. Well... That's more than enough from me. I apologise to Laura for the length of this email, but I felt I ought to stick up for Mastodon a bit. I use both Twitter and Mastodon, and I must say, I've found a lot of very interesting people and topics on Mastodon, and I definitely prefer the culture there to the often hostile environment on Twitter. Cheers for now. Keep up the great work. Gordon from Livingston, Scotland.
1: Hmm, okay, defend yourself, Stephen Scott. Well, I, I, there's a lot in that that I find interesting. For example, a lot of the comments that Gordon makes about mastodon in particular. We'll start there. Yeah. Um, I think you know, it, it, I feel that mastodons a new, for a lot of people. It's just new, and oh, it's very immature. Yeah,
2: I as, as Gordon that, pointed out.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think I dismiss it. I just feel I'm. You know, it's not something. I, 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 the issue I have is more to do with the way the servers are set up. It's not really the platform itself. You, you don't understand well, the so I saw this the other day. Someone was tweeting about the fact that they put something on to Mastodon, the same piece of content. It was around disability, right? So it was a, a news article or something. And they put it on to Mastodon and Twitter. And their response on Twitter was they got a much better response on Twitter about it than they did on Mastodon. And someone said, well, where did you put it? Did you put it into the right instance? And, you know, okay. you, can just, you can just almost imagine the head falling onto the palm of someone's hand at that point. So he's saying, yeah, you don't understand where
2: the scope goes. If you toot something out, does that just stay on the server or does that go yeah. universal, federal, federation? Is that what I can't remember? Why the, I've heard so many analogies of what it <laughs> well, is. I had
1: a new one for you. So I was thinking it's a bit like Twitter being a city and Mastodon sounds like a rural village.
2: Ah, that's, that's very good. Well, Do you well, know what I mean? It's like you've moved out of the city, which is full of hustle and bustle and noise, and you moved to the quieter, days. calmer. It's just very early days. That's why it's so civil at the minute. will that? That's the point, that's the <laughs> it will point though, Sean. That's the much bigger
1: point that you know people go on about it being a a much more civil and, and nice place. But you know, already we're seeing examples in Gordon's email. You know, so yes, you know, more people put image descriptions on. But then you have all the people who are joining from Twitter who don't bother, and suddenly you end up back to where we started again. Now, of you course, yes. You have the yes. issue with quote tweets that you know that if you can quote toot someone, then you're going to end up in the same situation where people can make these sarcastic comments, and so it just seems so like it's just media. going to become the, na- the same thing all over yeah. again. Yeah, so it's not. So, it's so again, the point is, well, well, what changes? This is this is fundamental to my point. That if nothing if, if we end up at the same place, if we end up with the same environment on Mastodon, and I imagine we probably will, then
2: what did Elon Musk have to do with any of that? Well, there is a slight difference in it depends what we're angry about. Are we angry about the state of social media and how we interact with each other? Are we angry about uh, Elon Musk quite almost illegal in some cases, I, the way he's I handled the company, fired people, not cared about accessibility and treated you know, the free speech in his favour in some cases. I think there's two different issues there. I think so many people love to bring up Elon Musk.
1: And honestly, I've been saying this since day one in this conversation. It has Nothing has changed on that platform. To me, nothing has changed. I I don't see this level of hate that people like to talk about I mean, it's interesting. Gordon said in in his message, you know, if you want to get responded, but you know, with, with with hate and vile and whatever else, when you send a message, I have to be honest, that's never really happened to me on Twitter. Not really.
2: Um, I, have, I mean, no, I've, I've
1: not. I no. can't say I've ever had a really bad interaction. I've had it from one or two people, and and to be fair, those uh, those are people I've known, and those particular <laughs> people I've gone to and said, calm down, really." Going too far, and I've done that privately, off the off the grid, because I don't think that's necessary. Sometimes for the, the vitriol that was flung, I mean, for for silly, silly things. And trust me, it really was. But yeah, you know, that's I've dealt with that separately. And I think again, it's about that responsibility thing. You know, if you want to air your dirty washing in public, then that's up to you. I don't, and I, and a lot of people that follow me don't. And therefore, we don't. So I, I actually don't find it as hateful. I a mean, community. don't get me wrong. I see the tweets. I see the comments. And maybe I see them more. Because I think There's the algorithm of, is screwed up. But clearly, they're, they're, I mean, well, I, I'm, I'm not defending Twitter, right? I'm not defending that it's a mess, that okay. I would much rather someone else owned it. I'd much rather it went into someone else's hands.
2: Jack, come back. It was much better before Elon Musk, arguably, right? And there are organisations, well, there I'd are maybe surveys. Go, I wouldn't maybe go that far. I would there say that surveys. maybe it was,
1: there were certainly more people- Keeping an eye on things at that point. Yes. Yeah. Security, well, look, privacy, look at accessibility. Spaces, right.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, but uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Let's carry on. Okay. We're, it seems like we're going back to the same argument. When it comes to Mastodon, though, i mm. I'm, I think this is going to grow, and I think. We've heard about so many different apps now and, and software out there. Ivory, what was the other ones? There were so many um, that I think are, are going to make a difference. We have got more ways to access it. We're not relying on one slightly clunky, right at the beginning, Mastodon app. So uh, I think we are going to see a growth Look, in that. We've got to be honest about this. Mastodon was not a platform that was ready to take on
1: Twitter. No. You know, no. everyone leaving Twitter, and that was the problem. So this is not this is not the fault of Mastodon in any way all of the reason that people are where they are now people have essentially been moved uh, you know or feel they've had to move is because of Elon Musk right they've they've made that decision and i don't blame people for doing that i don't blame people no. for making the decision to move because why would you why would you want to stand in in the middle of a town square where everyone's screaming and shouting at each other when you can go somewhere else and it's a far more pleasant place i get it that is not my issue We'll come back to that though, because that's part of the next email that gets <laughs> wow. flung in my direction. Uh, more hot mess on the way. Uh, but listen, um, stick around because we'll, we'll get to that. Fact, we'll, that's we'll, not part one done already. Well, we're not quite. We're a bit early for part one, but we'll okay. take a break. We'll come back because there's lots oh. more and we'll get more emails in. Lots of you f- uh, sending in your messages. Keep them coming though, because it is great to hear from you. Feedback at doubletaponair.com, 1877 803 4567. One thing I will just say quickly though, just on Gordon's message. I think it was Gordon's message on mocking people who leave um, Mastodon. Again, I'm going to come to this later. I'm not mocking people who leave. I'm mocking people who make a big deal out of leaving. I want to be very clear on this. Those are the people I find just, they're just the virtue signalers. Because the funny thing is, a lot of the people who have virtue signalled their way out of Twitter I'm going to are back. Count.
2: Count. I'm going to count virtue they are signaling.
1: back. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Fair point. So, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. If you leave quietly, you can do that. You can come back and no one even knew you were away. And that's fine. You've made a decision. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, oh, <laughs> we'll come back. We'll, oh, trust me, it'll get more interesting. <laughs> Stick around. Yeah, get, get a cup of tea. This is Double
0: Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air. And subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And email us feedback at DoubleTapOnAir.com We'll be right back This is Double Tap Now, back to the
1: show I was just reminded there I don't know if this was a real thing or not but in the movies they used to do this thing you know, when it was like a TV news program we'd be going early to a break or something they'd be like, alert the affiliates Alert the affiliates Have Have we got any affiliates? I don't
2: don't know if we do, do we? I would really like some affiliates Is anyone affiliated with this? No, everyone's shaking their head. Uh, By the look of the emails, no.
1: (laughs) Not anymore. Uh, Right, let's get back into the emails then. Lots more to go to. Uh, I want to hear from... I think think this is Darren. I I think this is reading so quick I can't hear. It Uh, it says uh, Darren wants to tell me off. Oh, here's Laura.
3: Hi, Stephen and Sean. Just wanted to say, calm down to Stephen. I know Greg was tweaking your tale about Twitter, but your reaction was not respectful. You claim to respect other people's views and often say two opinions can exist at the same time.
1: Did I say that? Uh, you accused
3: former Twitter people? users whose thresholds were reached by the Musk antics as virtue signalling. Isn't that just a derogatory phrase for taking a stand? Just because their beliefs are different to yours and mine does not make them wrong or virtue signallers. Calm down, Stephen. We do I'll not have to, to judge everyone else's actions or opinions. Things are not always binary. That is one of the reasons social media is viewed as a cesspit by a lot of people. Pronouncing people who have moved across to Mastodon as virtue signallers is just name calling, isn't it? You're better than that, Stephen. Let's stay respectful. People well. will have different thresholds in what they tolerate. I hate the bullish way Musk is treating his Twitter employees and I fully expect that accessibility on the Twitter app will go south at some point and I am left just using the web because the third-party clients have been killed off. My threshold has not been reached yet as I have found my communities on Twitter, whether that be disability, football or vintage trainer collectors. These are not silos or echo chambers for me. It is possible to read someone's post and not agree with it, reply and disagree respectfully or ignore it. It is okay. Conversely, my threshold was reached by Domino's Pizza. I will not order from them because of that legal action instead of just making their site accessible. I agree. I know it makes no difference to them whether I boycott their pizzas or not, but that is where I stand on that. Am I virtue signalling? My stand on this does not hold up to too much scrutiny. I know this is an old issue, was not motivated in the UK franchises, etc. But I am allowed to hold my view and others are allowed to disagree with me. I know it is great content when you get a rant on Stephen. Phil's minutes on a slow-breaking news day, but it's a tech show, really. Keep up the good work, both of you, and looking forward to more app overviews, etc. Darren from Cambridgeshire, UK.
1: Thank you, Darren. Wow. Thank you, Darren. Uh, okay, that's me officially told off, I think. Um, Why? I, I, you know what? There's a lot in there I just I, I can't agree with. I mean, first, okay, first off, I'm not, as I said before the break, I am not mocking people who leave... Twitter to go to Mastodon, that's fine. I get it. Look, I tinkered with Mastodon as well. I just couldn't
2: really get my head
1: around it. That doesn't mean there's oh, any wrong with it. Virtual
2: signaller. Yeah, I'm a big
1: virtue signalling <laughs> crazy no, person. No, virtual signaller. Yes, I'm not
2: using that phrase. I, I, I hate it.
1: <laughs> well, I think the second word is the most important bit there because when he talked about uh, Domino's Pizza, and he says, you know, well, I didn't, I don't use it, am I virtue signalling? Well, no, because you're not signalling it. I know you're saying it on the email to, to, as an example, but you're not. I tweeted time.
2: out, I, I Facebooked that, hey, Domino's has acted disgusting, I will not order a Domino's pizza again. I, I tweeted that, I'm sure. And again, that, that's that me, fine, because the, exactly, no, makes me ever, that's I'm not fine. Saying,
1: that's fine. I'm fine. signalling here. I'm because, waving my hands saying, look at me, look at me. Because what you're not doing is you're not telling me not to do it that's my point ah, okay. i keep going right. well, back that, to this no, i well, try do you? and explain I, I, it no i don't think you've English made that I clear can.
2: no 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 i don't think you've made that clear that's uh, that's fine okay i have that's, said this right. for weeks okay i hope it gets through we'll um, think, we'll, we'll fingers see us crossed but honestly I,
1: I i say this because like i say if you want to do something do what you like i am a complete libertarian is that the right word i never no it's not i don't know one. but i like it yeah let's go with that um <laughs> i am look i don't if you want to do something in your life do it if you don't want to do something in your life don't do it but what I don't do is tell others what to do that's what grinds okay. my gears it's i the cannot people, it's argue like the, it's against like, that point I'll it's like the that. twitter message last week that got me on the rant on the monday where i started going on about the fact that you know here's someone telling someone else they've done something wrong because they've spelled a word wrong in a tweet and they've you know, annihilated this person, you know, do better as a blind person. And you think, how dare you say something like that? It's just disgusting. I can't can't stand that stuff. And I can't stand people who say, well, you know, I mean, because this is the problem, right? People say, oh, well, you know, if you, by you staying on there, you're doing something wrong. You're, and it's like, guys, you need to calm down, not me. All right. Okay. Calm down. I'm calm. As Daz said. I'm We're We're friends here, right? Come and by on, the well. way, Darren, I will say this, we've got some fantastic app overviews coming up. We have? Yes, we I'm have. I'm even demoing Twitter tomorrow.
2: Ah, oh, well
1: done. Well. Is that, is that good or bad? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to say, it's so funny. Can you be right? on? <laughs> we did we did I did the, the rec- I recorded this demo last week and it was the day after Whatever day it was that I recorded, it was the day after that Elon Musk made those comments about the disabled employee. Yes, And I'm that's like, right. oh,
2: come on, Elon, <laughs> please. He doesn't make it easy. You're no, not I'm making absolutely. this any easier
1: for me, honestly. And I'm not, I, I, again, I'm, and I'll say this one more time, and I think I'm just never going to talk about it again. But I genuinely am not interested in Elon Musk. That's my point. That's why I stay on Twitter. If I, was, if I believed in Elon Musk, I would tell you, but I don't. And I, I, I thought at the beginning... I did think at the beginning, this guy could be quite interesting for this company. And then about five minutes later, I thought, nah, maybe not. Yeah.
2: No, I totally agree.
1: And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a few people Mm -hmm. thought that. And I I kind of just feel, you know, he is ruining the company. And he's ruining a platform, which frankly is a great platform. Yes, I know it is a cesspit. But you know what? The world isn't exactly a happy place, right? So I'm not uh, going to sit here and say- My shed. Well, except except in your shed, yes. In the silo of your shed-
2: Yes, <laughs> I need to get back in it. I know. When are you going to get back in there? I'm just. I'm trying. I'm trying. Honestly, I got physio tomorrow, so uh, who knows? Okay. Anyway. Well, one thing
1: Sorry. you might want to try uh, when you're getting back up there is echolocation, because uh, that's been another topic. Oh, wow. Which is, has kicked off all kinds of controversy. I I'd honestly would never believe if you asked me of all the things we talk about in this show, what would get people going. I didn't think echolocation. Would be it. But I think it's brought out a broader point. And our next message, I am going to warn you, is direct, straight to the point. Uh, it's a little bit loud, a bit shouty. But yep. I have spoken to the person who sent this message. After they sent it, I had a a call a chat with the person. First of all, to make sure they were okay. Because, you know, he was clearly bothered when he sent this message and um you know you hear the message for yourself and you hear what, what what I mean by this, but he agreed that we he he wanted us to play this, and he was happy for us to play this message in um and this follows on from the message we had a we had a special episode on Sunday if you follow the podcast you will have noticed a special episode on Sunday which featured Wayne who had got in touch with um quite a long message on a range of different topics and I have to say. The beginning of the message where he talked about echolocation and really was kind of targeting you, Sean, a little bit on, you know, come on, you can figure this out. You can do this. I was saying it's magic. Yes. Yeah. And you were kind of saying the whole thing's magic and made up. And- yes. <laughs> right. And and that's OK, fine. But I, I wasn't picking up what Negative Julian picked up on here. And... Um, I just want you to listen to this message we 'll have a chat after it and we uh, we 'll we'll discuss the the content of this but this is negative Julian responding to that particular message and I have to say, following his message he, following the conversation I had with him uh you know I, I think this is really speaking to a broader point about how we talk to each other as as blind people
4: hello guys negative julian here i 've been calling in quite a bit lately, and I was Planning on going quiet because I think you're going to overdo it. But I've been shaken out of that because I was just listening to your special podcast, the one from Wayne, about echolocation. And now, instead of being negative, Julian, I'm angry, Julian, because I feel I've been accused of something here. If there are four words in the English language, I cannot stand it. Anyone can do it. I don't think they were used in the, his email, but that was the implication. Anyone can do it. In other words, I'm just not applying myself. Thousands and thousands of people like me are just not trying hard enough. We could do it if we tried. No, we couldn't. There's another, there's a four-letter word for anyone can do it. It's called lazy. I am not lazy. And I resent anyone who says I am lazy. I have worked damned hard, damned hard to come to grips with being blind. I went off the edge of a cliff. I think I said it before. 55 years old, excellent vision, course of a week, bang, gone. No preparation, nothing. Come to into hospital, completely dark. Eventually a doctor comes and says, you had a tumour. We've cut it out, went very well, Uh, but I'm afraid I've got some bad news. That was it, really? And after that, I've hauled myself up by my bootstraps, hauled and hauled, taught myself to type. I I asked for help from the local society, and I got some. They're good people. They try hard, totally under-resourced, but i got about four half-hour lessons in typing. Apart from that, everything taught myself, software as a bat or something it's called, And I taught myself as best I could to touch type. I'm not very good. I'm slow. I keep remembering where some of the more obscure characters are, but I manage. I get by for my standards. I do everything at home. I live on my own, entirely at my own most of the time. I do all my own housework, the laundry, everything. I go to the shops and buy my food. I do. I pay my bills. I do every flaming thing. I struggle and I do it, like thousands and thousands of other people, because there's no choice. Training with the white cane, yes, I got some. It was about two hours, a couple of one-hour sessions. Walking around the local area, finding where around, doing the practical stuff. All this gumph about throwing things against walls and listening to echoes and all this doesn't happen. Not here it doesn't. It does not happen. And a few minutes ago, I phoned up our local blind society it's not run by the council they outsourced it years ago it's a charity now i said what do you know about our t- echolocation and after a bit i'm they said we thought we think we've heard about it somewhere but we don't know anything about it so don't tell me i'm going to get training around here and it just annoys me it's not just i feel insulted because i do But it's an insult to all the tens of thousands of other people who are day by day doing the best they can, soldiering on, being told, well, if you just tried harder, you could do all of it. You could read Braille if you tried really hard. You could echolocate if you tried really hard. You're just not trying, are you? It's not good enough. I'm not happy. I am fed up. And you should challenge this sort of thing more. I can't do what you do. I can't broadcast to, to Canada and the rest of the world. I would never achieve your standard. We all know that. It's not in me. I could practise, I could get better. I would never be able to do it your standard. I haven't got that innate talent. Same as none of us can probably play a piano. Maybe you can. But if we practise, 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 got good good trains, practise, 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 we might be able to play the piano. Some of us might even be able to do it well. Some of us would always be winds inducing But I tell you what, none of us are ever going to be Mozart. He wrote his first symphony at eight. Was it because he came out of the womb and instantly started practising? No, he had a talent for it. Built on by training, yes, but he had a talent for it. So, oh, I'm going to explode. Enough. Goodbye.
1: So that was the message from Julian. Now, I will say that after that message was sent in, I did ask julian to give me a call just to check he was all right and he is he's absolutely fine he was happy for us to broadcast that message he has calmed down a lot yes. since sending that message
2: uh that's and very, he's emotional. very it was emotional very emotional that's that's why you checked right because well, yeah yeah he, he may have left that at the heat at the moment and regretted it so Listen, we did we're, check. we are we are a family
1: here right this is a family of all of us together yes and you know we have disagreements we have um, there's lots of interesting discussions and debates, but I don't want anyone to be emotionally impacted by what we do, right? That's never the yeah, aim that's here.
2: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, w- I and I will
1: also say, I don't think that was ever the intention of the message from Wayne. In fact, quite the opposite, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I think what Wayne was doing was just showing really, uh, with a little bit tongue in cheek, perhaps, you know, that there are things people can do. Right you can potentially do this, you could potentially do this if you tried and and that's I don't think there's anything wrong in saying that if I'm honest uh what i but I think the the point that Julian is getting to and certainly when I had a chat with them, you know we both agree with this that it's it's often it goes back to the Twitter thing. it goes to the point about the tweet as well that I mentioned last week yeah. that are just sometimes in life you just get fed up with people constantly coming at you with, well, if you could do this, you know, that would improve, or just do that, or that's fine, or why didn't you know that? I got that so many times when I was losing more vision, and it really it set me off. And and that anger that you heard from Julian, that emotion that you heard, was me for about uh, best part of six months.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I think we've all been there, right? Yeah. And what Julian brought up there about the 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 way he lost his sight and the suddenness of it, and being just, okay, you're blind i think actually there's a bit of agreement there with what wayne was saying about uh, uh, services that you can get get access to and why isn't it like when you have a stroke or something else or like me with my leg i've got physio coming to to help me you know get my uh ability back in my leg yeah. why is it not the same when you go to the eye hospital and you're given that 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 appointment you we've all had, I'm sure, where they say, you know what, there's nothing else we can do. It is what it is, and you've got to go to an organisation, a charity organisation. Why isn't those services also available? That, you know, at, at that level. As well, so I think there is some agreement there between Wayne and, and Julian. But when it comes to echolocation, as I said at the time, it seems like magic to me. I'm I was really intrigued as because this all comes from the interview you did at Zero Project with Wan, mm. who seemed like a great bloke, right? Great but guy, yeah. Really I, nice I just guy. I just don't see. I, I'm not sure that everyone could learn it, like Julian says. I'm not sure that is is the case, but I, I'm willing to be told different by uh, someone who actually you know, works in the field? Well, look, I think we have to be slightly
1: careful here. We don't want to make it out that el- echolocation is a myth. I mean, it's a real thing. Well, it's definitely a real thing, but it. is it something that everyone can use? Well, that was my question to Juan, which was, well, not everyone. I mean, I, I struggle to click my tongue. So how would even I do it? You know, that's, that was my thing. I'm well, like, Wayne would...
2: was mentioning starting out using the shh noise, like yeah. a white noise. Uh, you know, and just moving from room to room. Now, I did try that. I couldn't tell any difference. Now, you know, doing that twice after hearing <laughs> Wayne's email does that? Yeah, you know, does that mean? Oh well, I'm I'm going to dismiss that out of hand. Or maybe if I kept doing that, will I pick up the subtle dis- uh, differences? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well, I don't think it's something you can pick up on a weekend, and that's the problem. No, no, no exactly.
1: But like Julian says, he calls up his local, or you know, organisation, his local council. And he says, you know, can you provide me with support on this? And they say, well, first off, what is it? I think I've heard about it. Is that another thing bats do? Uh, <laughs> yes, you know, kind yes. of because that's going to be the response, right? And, of course. And it, this is the problem. And it's kind of like, you know, it's the same argument with Braille. You know, when you call up and they say, oh, well, there's no call for it. Yeah. And you that's think, really, there's no call for training? No one wants to learn? No one in this country wants to learn Braille? Yeah. Really? No. But how else are you going to do it? You need to learn. You know, that, and that, the same frustration around what is being said here, because people used to say to me, well, you know, if you just learn Braille, you could read all your notes without having to worry about a screen reader while you're on air. Yes, thank you, Mr. N- or Mrs. Know-it-all. But actually, <laughs> you know, that's not as simple as that, is it? And what if I don't pick up Braille? Does that mean I'm a failure? And this is kind of to the heart of what Julian's saying. It's the idea that we don't try hard enough. And, and you know, the passion in his voice when he talks yes. about the challenges every day, he's doing a lot more than I'm doing in my life. I'll tell you that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, And I, you know, I And, I, you know, we were kind of having a joke off air, you know, when, when Julian and I chatted and he was kind of saying, I think I've got more vision than you in my right eye. And I'm saying, you win. But, you know, it, it's like, <laughs> you know, and we can have a laugh about that and that's fine. But it's just, I think that, Sometimes we need to remember where people are. And I feel that's the one thing. When I remember we started out this conversation on the other show ages ago. And it kind of, this is what kind of built up. It always seems to build up to this. And it always gets to the same place, which is that we feel lesser as it is because we're blind. We don't need other blind people to make us feel even worse. Because in a way, it's even more insulting from a blind person.
2: I agree. Do it takes I mean? away those little victories that we have uh, that other people would say, well, that's just, you know, why, why are you feeling proud of yourself for doing that, accomplishing that task when it's an everyday task? We understand that, you know, that we we take those little victories of something that we do. And uh, other that, people to so that, away.
1: Saturday I had to, well, I didn't have to, I had to do one thing and I wanted to do another. One thing I had to do was get onto Amazon because Laura, who does her emails, her headphones are broken and i had to find the invoice on the amazon yeah. website to send her because of that had the serial number on it and i'm thinking to myself i've never done this before but there i am laptop in clamshell mode into the amazon website i navigate to with the, the your order section i even i managed to sign in beyond me but i got through that as well um because <laughs> i was on a new laptop i was on this fixed lenovo laptop yeah. and um I was. I refused to try and use any vision because I thought, first off, it's just going to make things worse. And I know how it'll make me feel. I really need to do this properly. So I go through the whole process, into your orders, through to the actually search for the order, you know, find the item, you know. And it's not actually that easy on there because you don't really know if the item – you know, sometimes you get these lists and you're never entirely sure if the links for the – or the buttons associated, because it's all the same buttons associated yes. to each link – Yep. Which one's associated to which? Is it at the start the of the, the line
2: above? or the end of the line? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to play
1: yeah. this game and you're moving around. So, you know, I find it and I get an invoice and I go through this invoice and it read every single letter of this invoice to me. Um, and I was just listening out for the name of the of the headphones. And then I heard it. And thought well, That's the one. So I saved it. I sent it off. And then the next thing I did was I went onto the RNIB website in, here in the UK to buy these little lock dots. fantastic little For laptops, they're brilliant. They're just little tiny little bump-ons, but they're very, very small. So they're great for laptops. They don't impact on the screens when you close the lid over. Um, So I bought a couple of packets of those. Again, onto the website, bought them, and got through the process. And it it says success, and I paid, and I got the email saying it was coming. And it just felt great. And it seems like nothing to anybody. It really felt, I mean, to most people, if I'd, told, if I'd run out in the street and said, I've just bought something on a website, they'd be like, uh-huh. Yes. And, and no one else would care, but I cared because yeah. I did it. And it, it told me that I could do it. And I know that you think, hang on, he's been hosting a tech show all this time and he's just bought something off a website using JAWS. Yes. <laughs> God's honest truth, yes. At, on, a, on the web, I'm at sea. And it just feels like I'm lost all the time. And I get and I feel with just learning more and more about JAWS and just taking the time and just really investing and in essentially becoming non-visual, as we've talked about before, not even trying to see the screen because there's no point and it actually gets in the way. I feel yeah. so much better. I feel I'm able to do things and it's given me a lot more confidence to go on the web and do other things. And it's just a small victory to us, but it means a lot. And if someone else came along and said, oh, well, why didn't you do this? So, you know, you could just have done that. You'd be like, oh, shut up. Yeah, no one should play down those little victories because they are important. Let's not play down each other. Let's not demean other people. Let's not disrespect other people in that way because it's not fair. It's just not fair. And I think that's where, you know, essentially uh, Julian was coming from. And I don't think he was necessarily, I think Wayne maybe just was just at the wrong place on that particular podcast, was at the wrong place at the wrong time for, for Julian. But I feel, you know uh, you know, we're all friends here and well, look, we will if, disagree and that's if, fine.
2: If Wayne feels that echolocation helps him and he feels like it's something that can be taught, then there's nothing wrong with that. That's his victory as well. I'm glad you said
1: that because that's a really important point. You know, I don't want to dismiss what he's done either.
2: That's right. He's done well,
1: right, at at learning this. But it's like I said earlier about the, the virtue signaling with the Twitter and all the rest. It's the same thing. It all comes back to the same thing. If you can do something great and if you can tell someone else how to do it, great. But don't make it into something that if you don't do this, you're lesser than or you're worse or you're not as good as.
2: That's not right. That's just not right. And that's ultimately where I land with all this. And we want you back to negative Julian next time, not angry Julian. Oh, he's promised to be back. He's already forming another email. (laughs) uh, there's a lot more we
1: could get to. In fact, I think we've got time for one more. I think Rebecca has been in touch regarding the superblind comments.
3: There is no such thing as the superblind in reality. Anyone who thinks they are better than another individual is on an ego trip. My goal is to get to the point where the blind and visually impaired are accepted for who they are, flaws and all. I believe our environment is the problem, not the disability itself. Sure, there are challenges, but with the right tools we can adapt. In fact, working virtually has been a blessing for me. As long as I can use the tools I know will work with JAWS and NVDA, my blindness isn't an issue until someone wants to share a screen on Zoom. Then things get annoying. As far as typing, I refuse to use a Braille keyboard, and I know when someone is using Braille and experiencing a translation issue, probably on iOS. The email becomes virtually unreadable. Attacking someone else on social media for a perceived lack of skill in a certain area is cruel. We know nothing about that person. Does the individual have multiple disabilities? Are they suffering from a TBI? Or are just having a bad technology day? What else is going on that we don't know about? You know the old saying about assuming. Great show as always. Thanks.
1: I think that sums up nicely for us, to be honest. I, I think I, that's I, a great one to end on, actually. I think, you know, I have to say I, I take a little bit of issue around the, the, the society thing. I hear this a lot about the society model or whatever they call it of disability. I, I've got to say, I... I I hear about medical model. I hear about social model. I hear about this model, that model, the next model, and I think, okay, that's all fine. But I think ultimately, it's everything. It's all of it, because you know, you can you can have a situation where you could say, well, you know, if I you know had a braille sign everywhere then, you know, my life would be easier because then I could read every, you know, street sign in the world. Every laptop was wrapped in bubble wrap, yeah. Yeah, but then what happens if you don't read Braille, you know, and and it just, then who's responsible for that, you know? And it just gets into this endless loop of who's to blame. And I don't like that because it's the who's to blame issue thing. Again, it goes back to that, which I don't like. Hey, listen, I know it's been not really been much of a tech show today. I apologise. I think we made up for it yesterday, though, because we had plenty on yesterday. We will make up yes. for it tomorrow. But I really want to get your feedback on because this is a show which genuinely loves hearing from you, genuinely appreciates all your comments, whether they're negative or positive. Although I have to say, none of the comments we get are ever negative, really, truthfully. They're not. They are just comments on our content and what we say and what we do. And that's the all way respectful,
2: I like it. Yeah. And I think
1: always respectful, yes. And we
2: do take notice. Whether also. I'm
1: respectful or not, who knows? Uh, you can argue Apparently that one not. between yourselves. Apparently, <laughs> I'm not, but uh, you know, I do my best. Uh, but listen, thank you once again for all your messages. Keep them coming. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. Collective hug, everybody.
2: Oh, big hugs. <sighs> oh, love you
1: all. Oh, it's nice. Uh, also, call one eight seven seven. I jumped to that eight zero three. Get off Four five six seven. Don't ever touch me again. We'll be back tomorrow.
0: Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. The Walrus is Canada's conversation and you're invited to take part.